This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. All right, folks. All right, it's Friday night. I'm getting a little loopy here, ladies and gentlemen. A little loopy. This article at FastCompany.com goes on to say, what's wrong with social credit anyway? Nobody likes antisocial, violent, rude, unhealthy, reckless, selfish, or deadbeat behavior. Well, that's wrong. I like all of that, folks. No. Uh, what's wrong with using new technology to encourage everyone to behave? Oh, the system of social engineering, folks. The most disturbing attribute of a social credit system is not that it's invasive, but that it's extra legal. Crimes are punished outside the legal system, which means no presumption of innocence, no legal representation, no judge, no jury, and often no appeal. In other words, it's an alternative legal system where the accused have fewer rights. Social credit systems are an end run around the pesky complications of the legal system. Unlike China's government policy, the social credit system emerging in the United States is enforced by private companies. If the public objects to how these laws are enforced, it can't elect new rule makers. Well, private companies working on behalf of the government. What do you think the ESG uh, system is? That's pushed by the global government, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think all the sustainability rules are down at your county and local levels? That was all out of the UN and passed through Congress. This is the government doing it in partnership with their so-called private sector puppets. Goes on to say an increasing number of societal, quote, privileges related to the transportation, accommodations, communications, and the rates we pay for services like insurance are either controlled by technology companies or affected by how we use technology services. And Silicon Valley's rules for being allowed to use their services are getting stricter. If current trends hold, it's possible that in the future, a majority of misdemeanors and even some felonies will be punished not by Washington, D.C., but by Silicon Valley. It's a slippery slope away from democracy and toward corporatocracy. In other words, in the future, law enforcement may be determined less by the Constitution and legal code and more by end-user license agreements. You see, this is a great way to prime you uh, for what is to come folks this social score system right here in the united states and that's written in 2019 but we know there's a lot more to it we've heard of the term de-platforming or de-humaning someone like an alex jones which i believe alex jones was 
part of the normalization of this process for people on the so-called right to say, well, if they can get Alex Jones, they can get me. And then it gets people to self-censor. Just like that guy in China, Chen, said, it was pretty weird at first, but then we got used to it. Right. And so we get used to it here in the United States. It's just something we've come to live with because all the way going back to 2015, we have, and I believe the haves intentionally lifted the veil on criminality, corruption, sedition, treason, election fraud, all this type of stuff that has gone on. I think it was all intentional in order to normalize this behavior. Somebody shared. A message, I think it was Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Friday, shared a post, I don't know if it was on Truth Social, by Trump. And it basically said, uh, okay, X, Y, and Z is happening, but we know the FBI won't do anything because we live in a corrupt rig system, and that's just the way it is. See, that's part of pushing the normalization of this stuff. I mean, I'm telling you that it's here. I'm not trying to normalize you to it. I'm telling you here, making you aware, hopefully, of things you don't know about so that you can figure out if this truly is the way it is. I want you to understand what it actually is, what it actually it is that we are dealing with. And then you'll be able to figure out how to navigate yourself around it. We shouldn't accept it. But if it is our new normal and no one's going to stop it, then we have to figure out ways to work around it. And so when we're just talking about uh, if you are someone like myself that came out of uh, the world of design, I've always worked for myself. But back in 04, 05, I think, through 09, I had a marketing and web company. All my clients were local. I didn't go troll uh, different job posting sites and stuff, looking for gigs out of uh, other states, other countries. I had local customers. I worked for a guy who owned a direct mail business. I did a lot of graphic design for him. I worked for a little web company, picking up contract work from them. I had a company that did entertainment. I did all their graphics. I had a lady who had a marketing company, was tied into the biosciences in Connecticut, and I used to get a lot of work from her. I used to do work for lawyers. So I I had a lot of local clients. I went out there and got local clients. And so now, if I was just getting into this world, I'd be posting my work up at Fiverr.com. I'd be trying to get work through gig websites. And what happens a lot of times is now you're communicating with a client. You don't know where they are. You don't get to talk to them. You're running through these sites. Uh, they did a lot of this with uh, entertainment services over the years with companies called Gig Salad and Gig Masters. And so I would meet artists that I was trying to manage or represent as an agent, and they would say, I'm listed up on Gig Masters. So I said, listen, y- you go through those sites, and what happens is, how do you really know if they're promoting you or not promoting you? Because every year the business model will change, and they tell you, I know it was $30 a month, but now we want $800 a year from you in order to push you up in the rankings, and then you'll be seen. So how do you ever know if you're really being exposed? If you had someone like me, I was knocking on doors, I was making phone calls, and I was trying to sell gigs for you. It was real. It was real sales. Now people just rely on these platforms. And if they don't like your behavior, and we know they're sharing information between each other. So let's say you told someone to F off on Twitter, 
uh, that was deemed to be some kind of specialized class, you know, some minority group. How do you know that doesn't go to a blacklist? And the next thing you know, your gig salad account and then your Uber account, your uh, Instacart account and your iTunes channel don't just disappear or your PayPal is cut off or your Stripe account. So you can't process credit cards. I mean, this is the danger of being involved with this technocracy, this worldwide technocratic technology based ghetto that we live in. All right, let's move on here. This is an article at the Hill and this is from August 3rd, uh, 2021. And I'm moving forward now because the last article that we just reviewed was from 2019. So I'm trying to build up to show you what's going on today because we're working toward an article written by the Heritage Foundation that came out recently. And this is uh, Coming Soon, America's Own Social Credit System by Kristen Tate. Again, August 3rd, 2021. It says the new domestic, quote, war on terror, end quote, kicked off the riot on January 6th has prompted several web giants to unveil predecessors to what effectively could become a soft social credit system by the end of this decade. Relying on an indirect hand from D.C., our social betters in corporate America will attempt to force the most profound changes our society has seen during the Internet era. Okay, so this is just what I was talking about. So now you fast forward a couple of years and you go, well, that's what they're actually doing. It says China's social credit system is a combination of government and business surveillance that gives citizens a, quote, score, end quote, that can restrict the ability of individuals to take actions such as purchasing plane tickets acquiring property or taking loans because of behaviors given the position of several major american companies a similar system may be coming here sooner than you think well it's not coming here we're in it we're in it we're in the middle of it folks Goes on to say, last week, PayPal announced a partnership with the left-wing Southern Poverty Law Center to, quote, investigate, end quote, the role of, quote, white supremacists, end quote, and propagators of, quote, anti-government, end quote, rhetoric, subjective labels that potentially could impact a large number of groups or people using their service. Folks, in 2008, I believe it was. I was 27 years old. Southern Poverty Law Center put me on the top 20 nativist list in the United States. I was on there with Jerome Corsi, uh, I believe Congressman Tom Tancredo and some others for the work I was doing exposing the corruption connected to illegal immigration in the state of Connecticut. So I woke up one day and I had a million pieces of hate mail from people because Southern Poverty Law Center deemed me to be um, some kind of a, it was a xenophobe, but it, it was the top 20 nativist list. God, I was 27, 28 years old, I think. I almost shit myself. I had no idea what it meant. <laughs> I thought I was going to be killed in the streets. Uh, but but it, was, it was like a social score system back then. It goes on to say, PayPal says the collected information will be shared with other financial firms and politicians. Facebook is taking similar measures, recently introducing messages that ask users to snitch on their potentially, quote, extremists and, quote, friends which, considering the platform's bias, seems mainly to target the political right. At the same time, Facebook and Microsoft are working with several other 
web giants and the United Nations on a database to block potential extremist content. So you'll see these companies are working with all these other governments and international bodies that one day we pretend we're enemies with, then we're not enemies. They're all working together. The technologists are behind all of them goes on to say the actions of these major companies may seem logical in an internet riddled with scams and crime after all nobody will defend far-right militias or white supremacist groups using these platforms for their odious goals however the same issue with government censorship exists with corporate censorship if there is a line who draws it will the distinction between mundane politics and extremism be quote i'll know it when i see it end quote scenario as former supreme court justice potter stewart described obscenity if so will there be individuals able to unilaterally remove people's effective ability to use the internet could a facebook employee equate ben shapiro with david duke and remove his account no because ben shapiro is a shell and he works for the man as well as david duke who was most likely an fbi informant i'm sorry we can't say this stuff that was my opinion folks that was my opinion uh, <laughs> that was my opinion i have to be clear on this now but seriously these are the questions uh, now being asked. And as I told you, a lot of what came out of, I would say, the Trump era and January 6th was the normalization of the social score system here in the United States. The groundwork was already laid. And that came together when we allowed ourselves to walk into a technocratic, technological technate. All right, the TTT. The T cubed, folks, when we allowed ourselves to be walked onto that train, onto that cattle car, the system was already being built. Now, it is the beginning of the adoption and the normalization. And so people on the left would cheer this on after January 6th, and then you can create an event where people on the right would cheer it on against people on the left. And before you know it, everybody's cheering it on. And there you go. You walk yourself into a social score system. Folks, I'm going to walk myself into a quick break. My name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, after I'm done here, I just want to go lay down and cry in my wife's arms. <laughs> no, folks, it's better to understand what's actually going on here than it is to run around this world with your head buried in a bag of sand, wouldn't you say? I like to know what the hell is happening, folks. What's really happening while we're distracted by so many other things. This article to Hill goes on to say the implications of these crackdown efforts will be significantly more broad than just prohibiting Donald Trump from tweeting at 3 a.m., but that will help normalize it. Goes on to say young people cannot effectively function in society if blocked from using Facebook, Twitter, Gmail, Uber, Amazon, PayPal, Venmo, and other financial transaction systems. 
Some banking platforms already have announced a ban on certain legal purchases, such as firearms. The growth of such restrictions, which only accelerate with support from usually left-wing politicians, could create a system in which individuals who do not hold certain political views could be blocked from polite society and left unable to make a living. The potential scope of the soft social credit system under construction is enormous. The same companies that can track your activities and give you corporate rewards for compliant behavior could utilize their powers to block transactions, add surcharges, or restrict your use of products. And this will all happen. Right from the central bank level with central bank digital currency. Goes on to say, at what point does free speech, be it against biological males playing in girls' sports, questioning vaccine side effects, or advocating for gun rights, make someone a target in this new system? When does your debit card get canceled over old tweets, your home loan denied for homeschooling your kids, or your eBay account? invalidated because a friend flagged you for posting a Gadsden flag. That's the uh, don't tread on me flag, ladies and gentlemen. So if you tell them not to tread on you, they will tread on you. They will tread on you, folks. And uh, I covered a story many years ago that uh, you talk about throttling Internet speeds in China, that they were, I don't know if the law passed, I believe it did, that they have the ability to literally shut the internet off to your home. Uh, AT&T, Comcast, Verizon and such, that they have the ability under a law, I believe, oh, it's coming back to me. I think it had to do with pirated content. So if they deemed you to be guilty of pirating content, uh, which, folks, that could come in many forms. I mean, you could literally upload a video to YouTube and then try to download your own video. They could say you pirated content, and then they could shut the Internet off to your house, which, frankly, wouldn't be such a bad thing sometimes. I think about that. I go, imagine if we did not have to live in this world with the Internet. Uh, it goes on to say federal fingerprints aren't directly on recent actions, yet the creation of, quote, a digital dollar, end quote, would put an exclamation point on a new social credit score. Working in conjunction with major tech companies, citizens not convicted of a crime could lose their ability to transact any business in time decentralized forms of money such as cryptocurrencies like bitcoin may be the main uh may be the main means for dissidents to operate as long as the federal government doesn't move to squash them in the fed uh, if the fed and members of congress are skeptical of crypto now its use by political undesirables could lead to a uh furtive effort to severely restrict or ban these currencies we've gone through all this folks the last 14 episodes my belief when it comes to cryptocurrencies i think it was all designed it's all been test piloted they're all part of the introduction of central bank digital currencies goes on to say until and unless there is an organized pushback our future could track with those of increasingly illiberal societies just last week the british government announced its own version of a health social credit system china's system was announced only seven years ago considering the growth of algorithms and dependence on tech giants the ability to track censor and eventually punish ordinary citizens will be mind-boggling 
by 2030. America's descent into a 21st century gilded age directed by tech titans isn't an inevitability. However, do you know anyone who would take a 5% Amazon coupon in exchange for a, quote, call to action, end quote, or someone who would replace their Facebook profile to avoid being locked out? You know, it's interesting that they bring that up because legal man over at the podcast, The Quash, U.S. Crime Review, formerly U.S. Law Review on Twitter, he did not want to lose his Twitter account, all right? And he had been striked a couple of times. This was a few months ago. And so he changed his name from U.S. Law Review to U.S. Crime Review. He changed out his emoji, you know, his avatar to something else. And then he locked his account so new people couldn't find him. Others can't retweet him. All to save his account. So he completely self-censored in order to save his account because he liked his account. He liked to be able to talk with people that he had become friends with on Twitter and have a good laugh. It was his way of blowing off steam during COVID land, the high school theater production. And so he completely self-censored, put on the camouflage, went under the radar in order to protect himself. Okay. It goes on to say peer pressure, trendy movements, and the ability to comply with the new system with the click of a mouse combine all of the worst elements of dopamine chasing Americans. As it grows in breadth and power, what may be most surprising about our new social credit system won't be collective fear of it, but rather how quickly most people will fall in line. So important, folks so important about falling in line and here's the issue that i think we face and and let me just show you what we're going to get into uh this is an article from march 2022 and this is sleepwalking into a china style social credit system this is at heritage you know what let me actually finish this up we'll do this and then i'll give my commentary on this tomorrow We'll start off because I have some other articles I need to share with you on social credit score, and I need to show you what Amazon Web Services is up to. But this is by Director of Tech Policy Center, Kara Frederick. And it says here, while the world fixates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, a huge threat is gathering here at home. As Canada demonstrated, Western governments and tech companies are mobilizing to cut off mainstream citizens from public life and constrain their private lives. Action like protesting government overreach, expressing, quote, anti-authority, end quote, ideologies, or even sharing, quote, disinformation, end quote, on social media may now be classified as terrorism. This is all typical of totalitarian regimes, which aim to bring, quote, all aspects of society under the control of an ideology, end quote. As author Rod Dreyer notes, quote, a totalitarian state aspires to nothing less than defining and controlling reality, end quote. Sound familiar? We must immediately arrest this momentum toward a social credit system of our own. Otherwise, we risk mirroring China, where the integration of public and private spheres has created the most efficient tech-enabled totalitarianism known to man, all aimed at social control. It's already here. I'm sorry, uh, ma'am, but it's already here. In the United States, the increasingly oppressive collaboration between public and private entities is not enforced at the barrel of a gun. It arises from an ideological symbiosis between tech incumbents and government officials. 
This has allowed governments to successfully encourage tech companies to help police the discourse of ordinary Americans. For example, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki admitted in July that the White House works with Facebook to monitor and police speech and later insisted that other private platforms should be, quote, doing more, end quote, of the same. Homeland Security Secretary uh, Alejandro Mayorkas indicated his organization was working with tech companies to strengthen, quote, legitimate use, end quote, of private platforms. Twitter reportedly deferred to the California Secretary of State's office when flagging and scrutinizing questions surrounding the 2020 election and criticism of President Joe Biden. And now, obviously, everyone that wants to follow Elon Musk and the Twitter stuff, we know more is coming out. I'm sure it's all true, folks, but it's all part of the normalization of this system. Goes on to say these tech companies, which control the rails of communication upon which many Americans and billions around the world rely, monitor viewpoints to see whether they conform to leftist politicians' version of reality. And um, see, this is a right-left thing, and that's not the way it is. I'm reading you this. It's, it's a good piece, but we don't live in a left-right world. It's not the leftist politicians. It's the state. goes on to say, if it's a ruling class narrative, tech companies defend it. If it departs from the, quote, approved, end quote, line, for example, by suggesting the possibility of a coronavirus lab leak, repeating the New York Post story on Hunter Biden's laptop, or rejecting the existence of biological differences between men and women, it is suppressed. The ideological collaboration goes far beyond social media censorship. The Chinese system blacklist ultimately limits job advancement, real estate purchases, travel, ability to get a loan, and more. In the West, censorship measures have extended to online banking, web hosting, and email delivery services. The guy that I used to produce for, Douglas Dakota, this was a conservative show, folks. It was like Sean Hannity on the internet. A little bit better than that, but... He had a mailing list we had built on MailerLite.com. We had over 55,000 subscribers. Woke up one morning, done, shut down, gone, gone. We said, what do we do? You violated something. I said, we're paying $400 a month to host this email list. What the hell do we do to violate it? Nothing. No answer. They don't tell you anything. Guess what? The list was gone. I had done a backup every, I think, two weeks into Excel spreadsheet so we had got about forty-two thousand we had but we lost thirteen thousand email subscribers done just gone eliminated erased off the face of the earth i mean this is what we are dealing with when i said and i opened the show that we are fighting a war against the technocrats on their battlefield the issue is that most people don't realize that they are fighting a war against technocrats they and I'm talking about people on the right believe they're fighting a war against leftists. It's not leftist politicians aligned with leftist Silicon Valley guys. You're fighting a war against technocrats that want to enslave all of humanity. That's what this is about. It goes on to say GoFundMe buckling to pressure from the Canadian government and Ottawa police froze millions of dollars meant for the Canadian Freedom Convoy. Other companies like Airbnb, PayPal, Stripe, MailChimp, and GoDaddy continue to purge accounts to the right of center up and down the digital stack. Such expansive vulnerability engenders self-censorship. Americans are learning the hard way that they risk their ability to support charities, rent homes, fundraise online, 
online, bank, and even earn a living should they dissent from the prevailing leftist orthodoxy enforced by government and private companies working hand in glove. It's not about left and right, folks. Goes on to say, and we are in uncharted territory when one market dominant company or multiple companies within a specific market decides it's better to go along with the preferences of the government than side with individual citizens. It leaves those individuals with nowhere else to go. What comes next? We are on the slippery slope to social credit scoring, where wrong think leads to undesirable consequences. What do you mean we're on the slippery slope of social credit scoring? You just said all the things that are going on. We're already in social credit scoring. We're already in social credit scoring. And if you want to talk about left and right, I could show you guys something that Ron DeSantis put into place down in Florida a couple of years ago, something that he worked with Jared Kushner on in the Trump administration where you'll get in trouble if you say things about a particular group of people that we're not allowed to talk about. Let's just say they're related to Ben Shapiro. It goes on to say, will your individual climate compliance score be satisfactory? Suppose you use too much heat this winter. Sorry, can't get a bank loan to buy that new house. Pump too much gas for your family's road trip. Apologies, no airline tickets for your next summer. Americans must recognize what is happening and combat it more effectively. If we do not take strong measures to respond to this new and singular problem, which is as much a political, cultural, and moral issue as economic one, then we forfeit our ability to govern our ourselves see the issue folks and i'll talk about this tomorrow uh, in depth is that people don't understand what's actually happening i mean you represent 0.0000001 of the country most people don't know what's happening even if they're on twitter and they have to self-censor they still don't understand the the depth of this they don't understand that all these tech companies are connected they don't understand that they're all being promoted by the state lifted up by the state they don't understand that this is all going to become part of the central bank digital currency system and the universal basic income system they don't understand that this is all goes back to the 1920s and 30s growing out of technocracy incorporated and the founder howard scott they don't realize that all this is intentional it's all strategic it's all driving us further into the arms of the technocrats it's driving us further into this system of complete and total control it's driving us further into the slave state And all of the things that they bring up, I would say the truckers in Canada, Donald Trump, Alex Jones, all these big events where people get depersoned and deplatformed are all part of the normalization. They introduce it to the public at large. People on the left cheer it on. Yes, throw Donald Trump off Twitter. People on the right say this is ridiculous, but then... They just forget about it 24 hours later because it became normal. Just like the gentleman Chen in the article from China who talked about the crosswalks. And he said, at first we would stop in front of the crosswalks so we wouldn't lose points. But then eventually we just got used to it. And ladies and gentlemen, what's happening here in this country is we're just getting used to it. It's not even that. It's that we don't understand it. So how do we fight back against something that we don't understand? Well, I would say... And I will talk about it tomorrow. The answer is to withdraw from it. 
You're never going to win inside of a system that's created by people who set up the system for the very reason that it's being used. The system was set up for exactly what you're seeing, complete and total control. What people forget is that you have the ability to step back, to exit the system. I know you believe that we have to operate inside of this internet world. I know you believe that you have to have access to Uber and Venmo and Apple Pay and Google Wallet and all this other stuff. But the reality is you don't. You don't need to operate inside the system. But if you choose to operate within the system, along comes the punishments and the rewards. That is the rule of the system. The main rule of the system, the rules of the system are here. You understand them. You will be a good citizen in line with the state or you will be punished. But if you behave, you will be rewarded with one extra central bank digital currency token. Ladies and gentlemen, think about all that, absorb all that, because this is the reality that we are facing. If we can't beat them, I would say don't join them. But leave them. Let's exit this system. I'll be back tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion... at pain.tv slash gold.